Radio. 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 Music. Music. Radio. Here I am stuck in the middle with you. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle with you. Hello and welcome to Firth Park Radio. I'm Sean Hazelhurst. Santoro, hello, and Devin Cox. You are listening to Desert Highland Discs, where we ask your favourite teachers which songs they would take to a remote Scottish mountain. And at the end, they get a free dessert. Funso? Thanks, Sean. Desert Island Disc is a Firth Park Radio first. It was inspired by a Radio 4 programme. Basically, we invite a guest to pick five pieces of music, one book and one luxury item. Back to Sean to introduce our first guest. Thank you, Funto. In this first edition, we ask Yorkshire's finest head teacher, iron-willed yet sensitive, but rather frightening, Miss Laycock. Over to Devon. Thank you, Sean. I'm here with Miss Laycock. So, Miss Laycock, can you tell us how you got into teaching? Um, yes, I, I never intended to be a teacher. I went to study art at uh, fine arts at Liverpool University. The school I went to wanted me to go and study, uh, which is a Catholic all-girls school, wanted me to go and do English or history at university, and I rebelled and said I was going to Liverpool to art college because that's where John Lennon went, and I thoroughly enjoyed my degree. And at the end of that... Lots of my friends were doing postgraduate teaching courses, and I thought, I'll try that. And I went into the first school that I was on teaching practice in, and that was in Bootle, and I was hooked, and I've loved teaching ever since. So how did you become a head teacher? Uh, again, I didn't really plan to do that. I became a deputy head teacher at Wisewood School in 1986. And then from 1993 to 95, I was acting head teacher there because the head teacher was unwell and had a serious operation. And then he did a secondment to Warwick University. So I was acting head teacher for two years and I thought, oh, I can do this. So I might as well go and do it somewhere else. So I applied for two or three jobs, withdrew from two, came to Firth Park. And uh, although challenging, I felt the students were fantastic and, uh, and I liked a lot of the staff. So here I am and I've been here since 95. Okay, so what's the first name of your song? The first song that uh, you're going to play is She Loves You by the Beatles. And the Beatles were indeed the first love of my life, I think. I remember about 1963, 63, 64, I was 11 or 12 years of age, which shows how ancient I am. And we had a big garden in our house in Herefordshire. And I remember on the radio was the the record She Loves You and I'd never heard anything quite like that in my life and so I was a Beatles fan, still am uh, and I'm still a McCartney fan I cried nearly all day on the day that John Lennon died in 1980 on December the 9th She Loves You is one of my favourite songs Okay, shall we take a little listen then? She loves you, yeah Think you've lost your love Well, I saw her yesterday It's you she's thinking of And she told me what to say She said she loves you And you know that can't be bad Yes, she loves you And you know you should be glad She said you heard her so She almost lost her mind But now she says she knows You're not the 
Okay, so is that your first love of your life then, you said? Yeah, that was the Beatles. And the second record uh, that I've chosen is Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen, which who I got into somewhat later. I think it was in the early 80s. Uh, I went to see him at the Sheffield United ground uh, uh, with some friends, and I thought he was a fantastic live artist. And I've seen him several times uh, since at Manchester Football Ground um, this year in about May. I've seen him at uh, in London at O2 and at the Albert Hall. And uh, what's quite nice is my eldest son, Tom, who's 28, is also a big Springs, Springsteen fan. So we, we go to see him, see him together now. So, yeah, one of my favourite artists. So when you hear this song, is there any particular memory that comes to thought? Me being a lot younger at Sheffield United football ground where at the end actually we got to the front and I went with some girlfriends because my husband didn't want to go and at the front there were lots of people men putting their girlfriends on their shoulders while we were on our own so these three complete strangers picked us up and put them on uh, put us on their shoulders very nice of them never seen them since (laughs) okay then so let's take a little listen to the song please Okay, so we hear that you used to be teaching a in arts. Would you still do any dancing today? I think I'm, I've got a bad back these days. I love watching dance here at this school, and uh, I'm really proud that we are a performing arts college because arts have always been very important uh, to me in every school I've taught in. And, you know, Ofsted said it, uh, our arts area was outstanding, and I know that. So I, I watch a lot of dance at, you know, the various things that we do publicly, but I often walk past the dance studio and just look in awe at what our students can do, yeah, and it makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. I love it. Is it to do with jealousy at all? No, no, no. It's just to do with pride now. I used to enjoy dancing, but I'm a bit long in the tooth these days. Okay, so we take a little listen to your first song. Can you tell us a little bit about it, please? Well, my song number three is by Leonard Cohen, and it's called Alleluia. And Alleluia is actually the most recorded record ever. And it's written by Leonard Cohen, and he's quite an elderly guy. He's 73. I'm going to see him in Manchester at the arena a week on Sunday night with a friend. But I've been a fan of Leonard Cohen since about 1970, 71, when I went to university. And I bought, um, I had a Danset record player and and I bought um, the LP, Songs of Leonard Cohen. And uh, some people say it's music to slit your wrists to. Uh, I just think he's beautiful and deep and very emotional and understands people's emotions. 
And I had my first boyfriend at uh, Liverpool. And uh, when he dumped me six months later, I listened to a lot of Leonard Cohen and cried a lot. Oh, so we take a little listen to the song then, please. Of course. Now I've heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. But you don't really care for music, do you? It goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift, the baffled king composing. that song particularly because it's from shrek but there you go i just i just love that film no, i didn't know that <laughs> okay so how do you feel about firth park now i'm really proud of firth park now i'm really proud of all the students and all the staff and uh, it was great that this week we've been in the newspaper in the star about our ofsted report and the fact that we've won a national award and we're getting that next week at a big conference national conference at the international conference center in birmingham I think the school's doing really well, and I love the buzz about the school. This week, Citizenship Week, when, you know, lots of things have been happening, lots of teamwork, lots of fun. Um, Great school. I'm very proud of of all of us. Thank you for some of those details. Over to Sean. Thank you, Devon. Well, Miss Laycock, what's your fourth song and why? My fourth song is called Heard It Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye. And it's there because when I was 16, I went to my first disco because I went to an all-girls school and I was a, a, a weekly boarder. And I went to a disco and I was terribly excited. I can remember to the day what I wore and heard it through the grapevine, uh, was on once or twice uh, during that disco. And it just reminds me of some good friends at that time, some good childhood memories. And I think Marvin Gaye actually was a very talented singer. Well, I love discos too, miss. So let's have a listen. That was a very interesting choice of song. Thank you. Well, we've heard the um, music side of what you like, but what about more literacy? What's your favourite book? 
Ooh, that's a hard one for me because I love reading and I've always loved reading. And, you know, I read every night when I go to bed. I read for about 20 minutes on holiday. I read loads of books. Um, but I think my, my favourite book overall is Wild Swans. And the reason for that is, and it was um, an award winner about six or seven years ago, uh, and it's about a Chinese woman and her family and the women in her family and how they've had to fight to become uh, independent women to be able to have a job, to have um, some independence and, and to be able to keep the money that they earn. And it goes back over several generations of how women were treated in China until we get to today. And it's a fascinating book um, and uh, it's a very powerful book about uh, the fight of, of women to, to get their independence. Well, very good choice that reflects your personality well. Anyway, Funto... Thanks, Sean. Mr. Laycock, we all know there's something each of us can't live without. Simple luxury items. Like, I know I can't live without my phone or the internet or, like, my hair products. But what about you? What things couldn't you live without? I could live without my phone. If I was on a desert island, my hair products, I wouldn't be bothered. I wouldn't be able to live without paper, pens, pencils and paints because, uh, at heart, I'm a, a painter, an artist... And even though I don't do much of it in school these days, at home, if I'm working out a problem, I like to use colours and mind mapping to think about what I might do and how I might present that to staff. So for me, if I had time on a desert island, um, I'd hope I'd survive and I'd actually do some drawings and paintings of what was around me. Wow, that sounds very artistic. Um, back to Sean now. Anyway, thanks, Fonto. But I'd just like to point out to you, miss... You won't be sent to a desert island. It will be a remote Scottish mountain. Right. Well, I'd still paint and draw if I was there, I think. Even though it'd be a bit cold, wouldn't you take a coat? Uh, I would hope that you'd let me have a coat in the first place. <laughs> well, well, we'll have to see about that, miss. Well, as we did promise at the beginning of the show, any teacher that comes, that comes on the radio gets a free dessert to reflect their personality. Well, after... Hard and long consideration, miss. About five minutes. We've decided on a flapjack. A flapjack. That represents my personality, does it? Well, miss, it's hard and stony on the outside, but soft and sweet on the inside. <laughs> Thank you very much, boys and girls. I enjoyed that a lot. Well, Thank you. there you go, miss. Don't eat it all at once. <laughs> Great. Thanks, miss, and thank you, listeners. I hope you listen to Desert Highland Discs again. But if you can't wait that long, go on the school's website where you can download it on podcast. Well, Fed Park Radio.